Welcome and thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Aaron Diaz, and you're listening to the very first episode of Live the Good Life from the podcast studios of Aaron's Wine Chronicles headquarters in the heart of Washington wine country. We're located in Richland, Washington, on the fringes of the Hanford Nuclear Reservation in the southeast part of the state. And uh, my day job as a scientist takes me uh, uh, to a lot of different places in life, but um, it does take a backseat on evenings and weekends to my other job, which is the owner of a one-man company called Aaron's Wine Chronicles, otherwise referred to as AWC on this podcast and on all of my social media feeds. So if you want to learn more about wine and living the good life, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Aaron's Wine Chronicles, all one word, or you can visit our website at aaronswinechronicles.com. Uh, each of these podcast episodes of Live the Good Life is published as both an audio and video podcast through Buzzsprout. Um, audio podcasts are distributed to a wide array of directories, so you'll be able to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, you know, uh, Stitcher, Pandora, and, and a whole long list of, of other uh, distribution uh, entities. Um, the, the video podcast will be available on my YouTube channel, uh, the at sign Aaron's Wine Chronicles 6666. I didn't pick the number, but uh, it has an extra six, so it's not the evil number. Uh, at AWC, I'm, I'm really visiting a lot of wineries and engaging in wine expert with wine experts and, and, and winemakers. Um, I routinely do tastings and reviews, and I publish my experiences on, on social media, and I promote and advertise wines and, and those kinds of things that, that are pretty well populated across the Pacific Northwest. Um, and, and as I've gotten into this business on the side, this passion of mine, it's actually a hobby, uh, I've. I dove into the wine industry uh, at a deeper level than I ever thought I would, and I've become a collector, a connoisseur. I started realizing that there's a real big connection between wine and other facets of living the good life. Now, wine was like a doorway for me. I found myself exploring how to pair wines with food, uh, which in turn forced me to learn about um, how to create hors d'oeuvres and, and prepare you know, the best steaks that people have ever had, uh, and, and then how to put all that together and to host and entertain and, and, and a lot more. And that's, that's kind of happened uh, over the last 20-year period of my life. So I've developed a pretty healthy appreciation for cigars as well. That's thanks in large part to my brother, who I'll be introducing shortly. Um, and so the next thing I knew, I was, I was pairing these port-style wines with cigars and late-harvest dessert wines, and then gravitated to scotches and bourbons with the cigars and kind of like a snowball rolling down a hill, I started realizing, uh, you know, wherever there's wine, there's a pretty high probability there's going to be some really good food, good times, and other things that, that are associated with the good life. So one day I'm sitting in a, in a winery having some wine and, and interviewing uh, an old friend of mine, April Redout. So we're at Bookwalter Winery here in the Tri-Cities, about to enjoy some lunch and take a tour of their, of their facilities. Um, you know, I've known April for years. She's super well-known in the wine uh, you know, industry. She's an expert, an educator, and she uh, recently started her own consulting company in the wine business. It's called Redout Wine Consulting. So here's a quick plug for April's website. RedoutWineConsulting.com. 
That's Red Out, R-E-D-D-O-U-T, Wine Consulting, all one word. So as we're sitting there enjoying some wine and appetizers, you know, she, towards the end of the interview, she goes, you know, Aaron, you really should consider starting your own podcast. Now, this was like right around, I think it was just a few months after COVID hit, something like that. So it's been about three years, two and a half years or so from the time that she planted that seed. And from that time, I slowly, meticulously started putting this podcast together. And so now you're listening to our first episode of Live the Good Life. That's how it was spawned. And our focus is going to be on all things the good life. It's not just wine. Even though we will start our first few episodes talking about wine, we're going to talk about a lot of things. And we're going to talk about what what it means to us. And, you know, then we're really going to try to elevate your game when it comes to living the good life. That means, you know, elevating your game with regard to helping you understand how to pick you know, the best steaks when you're out shopping, how to, how to pick the best cigars when you're looking to, to have a party or to, uh, how to entertain and host what types of hors d'oeuvres you want to pair with wines. There's so many different combinations of this. And, um, also in a few episodes, I'm going to be, uh, interviewing an old friend of mine who's a barista here in the Tri-Cities, um, Jake Shoup, and, uh, he'll be on the podcast as well. We'll be talking about all things coffee and espresso. So, I mean, the, the good life spans a whole wide variety of topics. And you'll find that the focus here on this podcast. So again, if it's related to uh, the good life, we'll be covering it. The only thing that uh, that I want to really mention is that there's a couple of subjects, a couple of topics that won't be covered on this podcast. And those two things are things that we'll steer clear of. That's politics and religion. Uh, you know, any jokes about George Santos, that poor guy, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 you know, and any of that kind of stuff, it, it's, it's, it's not going to be covered here. We, we don't want to alienate people. All we want to do is talk about the good life. So the, the other thing is, as you might have just, just uh, you know, experienced, is that this is not going to be uh, necessarily always, 100% of the time, a family-friendly type podcast. There may be some adult content that won't be suitable for young viewers or people with anal retentive qualities. <laughs> yeah. So with that said, um, I, I really want to um, take a little bit of time and, and, and introduce my brother. My brother is uh, a big part of my life, and he has actually helped to um, bring me uh, in, into cigars, uh, uh, bourbons, pipes, and other things. Uh, and so what I'd like to do is, my brother's name is Adam Diaz, and I want him to say a few words and introduce himself, and then we'll, we'll take it on from here. He's going to be co-hosting this show periodically, probably uh, about you know anywhere from one-third to two-thirds of the episodes, my brother will be joining me. Um, and so uh, it's good that you get to know him. So welcome, Adam. Well, that's that's a great intro. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's a pleasure being here today. I'm younger brother Adam. Uh, likes to take along for the ride. Uh, currently, I'm a retired cop. I've decided to take some time to explore the good life and jump on board with my brother and find new and innovative ways to keep things fun and lively. Uh, I live here in Richland, uh, Washington. I truly enjoy the people, lifestyle of Tri-Cities, so I hope you're as excited as I am to explore some uh, some new ways to improve your wine knowledge and, and hosting abilities. We'll, we'll try to give you some tips uh, 
uh, of what we learned over the years. Um, and uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. So, you know, we have probably three or four episodes uh, in, in advance that we've got planned out. But aside from that, we don't have, you know, eight, 10, 12 episodes planned. So we're, we're, we're doing this. It's evolving as it goes. But uh, I wanted to ask you, Adam, so what are you most looking forward to on the, on the first few episodes of the podcast as we get started up? You know, uh, I'd like to be able to share some tips on what you can do with some leftovers and how you can throw together a, a great meal really quickly with the stuff you already got in your fridge. Um, and, or maybe just some just quick and easy tips on, on, on throwing together a, a great dish that's going to be paired with a wine and it's simple, it's easy, all the stuff you can buy downtown at your local grocery store and just kind of go from there. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's, uh, just a small part of it. Uh, it I is. have to say, um, so a Adam and I, we're not, we're not trained in, in, in cooking. I mean, we came from a family where a lot of the family activities revolved around the kitchen. I mean, that's just typical Hispanic families, but, um, you know, we, we, uh, we had a lot of interactions around cooking and food and both of our parents were good cooks. Uh, they both had their, their strengths uh, with what they prepared, and we learned from them. They were also really good entertainers. We, they would have parties, you know, as we were growing up, and they would have not just two or three people over or a couple or two. A lot of times the parties would have like 20, 30, 40, even 50 or 60 people. We'd have parties at the house, and this included full-up food for those all those people, including drinks and everything else, and it was something that I walked away from learning certain things, and Adam did too. Yeah, and even if it was coaching or, or, or with teams and or staff parties for educators, you know, uh, we grew up seeing this. Our parents always encouraged us to cook ourselves, and they they allowed us to jump in and gave us tips and let us screw stuff up. And it, sometimes we we discovered things doing yeah. that. So that was uh, kudos to them, you know, doing that over the years. So. Another question. So uh, I'm going to ask this to Adam and I'm asking this to the audience as well, but you know, from your perspective, you know, what do you think makes us qualified to jump in front of a microphone and talk about living the good life? I mean, you know, we don't really have any credentials, as I mentioned earlier. We, we don't have letters after our name or uh, we never attended any fancy culinary institutes or wine academies, but we have spent the better portion of the last 20 years, both Adam and I, enjoying the good life, all those topics that we talked about. And I pose that question to you, Adam. What do you think makes us qualified to, to get up here and talk about this? Well, you know, I, I think we've relied on feedback over the years. Uh, you know, we, we come from an honest group of friends that are going to let you know, you know, if, you, if, if they ate something, it's like, oh, man, you know, that's, that's gritty or, or, you know, or this was great or I love something about this. And uh, after a while, as the years go by, you know, you start kind of putting two to two together and you find out what works and you find out what doesn't work. And either you move to improve it or you're grabbing some recipe that you grabbed on the web or someone taught you, and then you're refining it to make it yours, changing it up. Maybe there's a few steps or processes in a recipe you don't like. Uh, you know, you figure out a way to improvise, and sometimes you discover something great. And, you know, nothing makes us, uh, you know, qualified to do this. It's just that we want to do it. We love doing it. And if we can give you any tips or, uh, you know, uh, certainly, um, you know, give you some ideas of what what you could do to improve uh, parties or, or hosting, or maybe it's just just you and your significant other sitting around having a good meal, then yeah. so be it. So, 
so I, I want to add to that. I, as you were talking, I'm thinking to myself, so, and I know this has happened to you because you've told me it's happened to you. How many times have we had people over and maybe they didn't know us that well. We, you know, we met them at work and we decide to invite them over and we put some steaks on the grill. We make a couple of side dishes and and at the end of the night, we've smoked a cigar, we've had a nice port, sat by the fire, and these people will inevitably tell us, I know they've told me, I don't know how many times, Aaron, oh my God, that was the best steak I've ever had in my life. What did you do? How did you, you know, oh, those drinks were amazing, or the hors d'oeuvres were just, you know, Adam, I know it's happened mm. to you too. Yeah. And, yeah. and when that happens, often enough, you start thinking to yourself, well, even though I, I, I'm not an expert in, in this kind of lifestyle and I don't have millions of dollars in my checking account, I can still live the good life and I can still convey the good life to other people because I get that all the time and I know you do too. Yeah, you know, and it's an investment. You know, when you're hosting or you're throwing money out there to put, put together a good meal, uh, you're putting a, you're forking it out, you know, and you want to be able to do the best job you can on it so you don't half-ass it and end up, you know— uh, ruining a good piece of steak where, you know, you, you, you could have had the perfect glaze. You could have did a little bit more to get the texture right and, and yeah. so forth. So. And, and the other thing, like for instance, just this past weekend, uh, spontaneous trip with my wife, we decided to go up to Spokane and, and do some wine tasting and enjoy a steak. So we went to, you know, Churchill's Steakhouse and it's, it's a nice place. It's a, it's an upper end, high end steakhouse in Spokane. And, you know, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about Churchill Steakhouse, but, you know, my wife had a, a $90 bone-in filet mignon, and I had a $90 uh, cowboy ribeye steak bone-in, obviously. Um, and they were very delicious steaks. But I can honestly say that the steaks that I make are every bit as good, if not better, most every time I make them. And I don't have the commercial... Uh, you know, uh, cooking equipment that they have, and I, but I am getting high quality meat when I buy it, and I know you do too, Adam. And and so when those kinds of things happen, I start getting more and more confident that I'm doing something right, and you're doing something right when you cook and you and you prepare, and you know, I mean, I I'm just saying. I think that people are going to walk away from this podcast and they're going to say, oh man, these guys are talking about steaks today. I want to be, I want to listen to that because I want to see what they're doing. What kind of cuts of meat are they using? How are they pre-preparing it before they put it on the grill? You know, um, those kinds of things. And then, yeah, yeah you know, and, and an important part too is, is the side dishes. Man, side oh, dishes yeah. can really make a good meal. I mean, we talk about steaks and meat and all that stuff. We grew up with our mom being a vegetarian. And so it always kind of taught us to always kind of be mindful of what we're putting out there that's non-meat with it. And man, yeah. there are some great things you can throw together really quickly that taste fantastic, that that she enjoys, that that people love, that complements, you know, uh, a, a meat or whatever whatever it is else they have on their plate. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. Well, that's good. So, uh, I don't want to keep you folks out there uh, any longer than you need to be. This is our very first episode, you know. It's going to be an introductory type episode. So you get to meet me, you get to meet my brother, and you get to kind of hear about what we're all about. And again, it's going to be an audio video podcast, just as this one is. Um, it's going to be spread out. Most of it, audio, is going to be in the audio form, and it's going to be spread out over a number of distribution points. But uh, the video will be on YouTube as well. So if you want to see how good looking we are, tune into the YouTube video <laughs> podcast. Don't set your hopes too high. Uh, yeah, so... Uh... I'll talk a little bit about our next upcoming episode. Uh, 
My brother and I will be discussing Wine Basics, Wine 101, all you need to know to get started in the world of wine. And that's going to be some good stuff. There's always some good tips. And uh, today's uh, brief episode is simply an introduction, like you said, about uh, living the good life. And I look forward to, to many interesting and insightful episodes in the future, brother. All right. Yeah, thanks for joining me, Adam. I'm uh, appreciative of that. And uh, actually, I talked to our other brother, Jason. Uh, the other day, I don't know if I told great, you this, Adam, he's a but, great cook. but great he, cook. yeah, he actually, I mean, we oh have specialty goodness. things that we do and we prepare, uh, but Jason, he is just like, uh, he is, uh, I, I, I tell else. you what, he's so he, he will be on here. He will yeah. actually be on here periodically. He's, he, uh, just retired, uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. So, um, I think he, he's going to have a good time on here. Um, before we, uh, actually end this, I wanted to go ahead and thank, a friend of mine, uh, Mr. Bryce Appleby, uh, Adam knows Bryce. Oh, we had him over dude. for some steaks. Yeah, he's good people. Um, he's a personal friend and really an amazing musician, chef, and wine expert. And this guy's done it all. Uh, he's young, too. He's not an old guy like my brother and I. <laughs> uh, but props to Bryce. He did an outstanding job crafting our intro and outro musical snippets for me. Uh, and uh, so anyway, I just wanted to, well, wanted to give props to, to Mr. Appleby for that. So again, thank you all for listening. And remember, wherever you go, whenever you can, always live the good life. Until next time.